Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Docs Sportscast today. So Aurora and I are here. There is a really, really good amount of news to cover. Um, obviously, as many of you know, the whole situation going on with John Gruden. And uh, so we'll, we'll cover that to the best of our ability. Really, really horrible situation. Um, we won't get too far into the weeds in it. But first off, we're going to recap uh, positives. Monday Night Football which was a fantastic game. Uh, Aurora was up with me uh, that night, and uh, you know we're feeling a little bit under the weather um, right now. I, I think uh, my wife chose to share a cold with me, and uh, I just want to make sure for any kids listening out there, it's great to share things, but uh, when you're sick and you have a cold, um, that's one thing that you don't need to practice sharing. Just, you know, hog it. Be very selfish about that, please. Because um, I'm starting to feel that a little bit here at the time. But anyway, sorry if uh, there's you know any reason there's a big pause or anything like that. I may have to clear my throat, get a drink of water, something like that, just so you guys know. Anyway, Monday Night Football with the Ravens and the Colts. Guys, this game was fantastic. This was awesome to see from both sides of the ball. You know, I'm a big fan of... Um, Carson Wentz this year. Aurora is a big fan of Carson Wentz this year, mainly because of what happened to him in Philadelphia. We don't like the way things went down. This is a guy that led you to a great record, got you and your team in Super Bowl shape, won the Super Bowl. Obviously, he was hurt during that time period during the playoffs, but this is a guy that they just turned their back on. Same with the coach. They literally don't have the three main pieces of that team that they had, which was their backup quarterback, Nick Foles, their starting quarterback for the year, Carson Wentz, and then Doug Peterson. They don't have any of those guys. They have a frigging statue outside of their stadium um, with the guys that aren't even on the team anymore. And that's just really sad. But um, we want to see him do well. We want to see him do well. We want to see him succeed. And so because of that, you know, we want to see the Colts do well. Uh, we, we do like the Colts. You know, we like that team. We like the makeup. We like a lot of the players on that team. You know, Marlon Mack is a guy we're rooting for all the time. We love Jonathan Taylor, I uh, really like what Naheem Hines brings to the table. Obviously, we talked about it. We do like Carson Wentz what, and, and kind of the person that he is off the field as well as the player on the field. I think he's he's really underrated um, at this point. Love Michael Pittman. Love what he's doing. Um, yeah, I mean, th this team is a team that you can root for. You can get behind, right? That defense is is a really solid defense. And what happened in this game, you got exactly what we've been worried about all year when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens, okay? The thing that I have continued to tell Ravens fans, because um, I, I work in Maryland at this point right now, um, I work in Maryland and I am around a lot of Baltimore Ravens fans with my job. So because of that, I'm talking to them every day. And as I'm talking to these Ravens fans, the one thing I tell them every single day is, man, your team worries me. And they're like, why? Because they play to the level of their competition. If there is a team ever that plays to the level of their competition, it is the Baltimore Ravens. They will always play to the level of their competition. And this is because what happens with this team, and, and there's multiple factors as to why this happens this way. Um, first off, the Ravens do not pass the ball efficiently yes Lamar Jackson's getting a lot better with it he's done a lot better this year and I give him credit he is looking like he will be a solid quarterback like not a runner not a run first quarterback a solid quarterback and I am very happy of that I'm very proud of that it's clear he's put in a lot of time and effort and I appreciate that so 
I, I'm glad to see that progression. Hopefully it continues and it's not just kind of like a lucky streak. Um, but he has played very well throwing the ball. But what happens is this team cannot run the ball effectively. If you look at their team, the actual running backs on the team ran the ball 11 times. They didn't even get more than 30 yards. Okay. No more than 30 yards. It's atrocious, guys. Lamar Jackson led the team in rushing and carries. He carried the ball 14 times and 62 yards on the day. You cannot continue doing that and be consistent. And that's what happened in this game. Indianapolis came out. Baltimore came out and said, you know what? We're going to we're gonna beat these guys. We're going to whoop up on them. You know, they're feeling confident after, you know, they beat the Chiefs everything earlier this year. And so they're going to they're coming in this game thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to whip up on those Colts. No, Carson Wentz came out there and said, you know what, I'm healthy. We're here to tell you we're here, right? Carson Wentz threw for 402 yards, okay, 25 for 35, um, you know, 25 completions on 35 attempts, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Guy played amazing, amazing, guys. And for all of you haters and doubters of Carson Wentz, look at what he did last night. Look at the way he played. He played amazing football. And he can do that when healthy and when he gets protection. He can do that. He's got some talent to throw to there in Indianapolis. He didn't have it last year when he had a horrible season because everybody was hurt. He was throwing to rookies that didn't know what they were doing. He was throwing to Travis Fulgham, for Christ's sake. I mean, come on. You guys got to understand this. So he's got some talent. He's got some proven guys. He's making plays because he's healthy now. And I think we'll continue to see that. So it's a great loss for the Colts. It really is. If you're going to lose, this is the way to lose. Like, you're 1-4, but you know what? I think everybody has kind of turned their head now and is like, oh, wait, maybe the Colts, maybe they have something. Maybe they're not pushovers. And I think that's a good way to lose. They did win. They did lose 25-31 to 31 in overtime. And, guys, I will tell you, as soon as Lamar Jackson had that huge pass play to Marquise Brown, okay, in the, in the third quarter, after he threw – you know, the pick late in the game when he had that big play to Marquise Brown for 43 yards and they got the touchdown, I knew right then Baltimore Ravens is going to come back and win this game. I knew it because what happened is they figured it out, okay? The Baltimore Ravens will stay down in some games. They will hurt early on. And this is because, one, they play to the level of their opponent. Second, they run the ball effectively with Lamar Jackson they don't have running backs to pound the Brock right now. So they can't start wearing defenses down in the second quarter. They can't start wearing defenses down in the third quarter. It takes the fourth quarter every game for them to finally have the defense gassed. Okay? And that's what happened. This Colts team was gassed, guys. They they could not. They were they were playing contained. They kept Lamar in front of them. They played really, really well. And then all of a sudden, they were missing a step. They were gassed, they were tired, and Lamar Jackson had another gear they did not have late in the game. That's the exact reason that he broke free, the, the reason that they were able to make so many plays. Passing-wise, they were bre breaking down left and right. The Baltimore Ravens wore down the Indianapolis Colts. They wore them down, and that's what Baltimore needs to continue doing. Now, I don't think they're going to win many games like this. If they can't get better rushing, they're not going to win a lot of games like this. They need to get Latavius Murray involved more. They need to get, I mean, just get more carries. Like, just wear out the defense a little bit quicker, and then you're not going to have to worry about going into overtime, okay? 
So for the Colts, I mean, Rodrigo Blankenship, I know he was dealing with some hip issues. Really tough situation for him. Um, I know he missed that extra point, and that cost them this game ultimately. But, um, you know, kudos to Baltimore Ravens. This is more about the Baltimore Ravens just showing how good they are late in games and how much they will wear down defenses that they're playing. Um, that That's really... That's really what this says. Uh, the Colts, they're a good team. They're a good team. This is not about the Colts being bad because uh, because they played well. They played well. They did what they needed to do. Um, and the Baltimore Ravens just had a fantastic game. It was great to watch back and forth, left and right. You know, you, you never knew what was going to happen next and what was going to come next. But I can tell you as soon as they got that big, long touchdown to Marquise Brown, I knew it. I put some money on it too, and it hit. So I was very happy and excited about that um, in my FanDuel account for sure. But... Mark Andrews, um, 11 catches, 147 yards, two touchdowns on the day. And Marquise Brown, nine catches, 125 yards, two touchdowns on the day. Just great overall effort uh, from the Baltimore Ravens. Being able to come back after being beaten down like that early in the game. Uh, the Colts just, man, they just, yeah, they just lost it. They got beat down. They got wore out. And at the end of the game, Ravens were able to come back and take that victory. So, great Monday Night Football game. I think, you know, that those are the types of games that we want to see. Th- those are the games that are exciting and everybody loves. Um, so really, really great one there. We are Sorry, really happy. You. Sorry, my watch decided to speak for me there. Um, so yeah, just really, really exciting. Really good there. Um, great game overall. And with that being said, we will talk a little bit about some things we didn't really get to touch on. Um, earlier is a lot of these injuries guys um there there's so many injuries that hit this week uh it's really really troubling for me it, it, it's not that the nfl is doing anything wrong like you, you can't predict injuries you can't keep it from happening it's it's a violent game i understand but man these injuries piling up for guys and it's so sad um so such bad situations for guys like uh daniel jones that concussion was scary if you guys did not get a chance pull up on youtube daniel jones concussion and watch the guy he couldn't even take two steps Okay, after he got after he took that hit, he was stumbling, just trying to step forward. Really, really scary situation. You know, thoughts and prayers with him. I hope that this is not a lingering thing for him. He can recover from that concussion and not have to worry about lingering side effects. Saquon Barkley rolls that ankle. Man, you finally get Saquon Barkley back healthy. You get one full game with him healthy last week, and then it's like, okay, now the Giants can breathe. All right, well, we got some wide receivers hurt. But, you know, Saquon's back. We're going to be fine. Nope. He gets hurt. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? This sucks, man. Like, for the Giants, they're going to have one of the worst offensive showings in the league this year coming up this weekend. Because I, I don't think Darius Slayton's going to play. I don't think Sterling Shepard's going to play. I don't think Kenny Galladay's going to play. Saquon Barkley's not going to play. I don't see Daniel Jones playing. So, what do they have? Backups on backups on backups. And that's what Dallas ended up having a whooping with was up against their backups. So um, it's really, really troubling there. And and really, they've gotten they've, they've been bitten by the injury bug more than any other team, which is crazy because you look at teams like what Denver has went through with some of their injuries to, you know, to quarterback and things like that. Um, Russell Wilson, okay, for the Seahawks. Guys, the situation with his finger, that sucks. The league is sad when Russell Wilson's hurt and he's not playing, okay? You can't not be a Russell Wilson fan. The guy plays good football he does the right things off the field like i don't know how you can be mad at the guy i don't know how you cannot like him 
um, as a person, as a football player. I don't know how you can't root for him. So, uh, you know, I, I hope he gets better. I hope that uh, he's able to come back sooner rather than later and uh, he's not rushed back and, you know, ends up hurting that finger even worse. But, uh, you know, it, there, there's so many of those injuries that we've got to think about right now. And it's it's really difficult to it, it's just really concerning. It's really concerning because there's so many great talented players that you want to see on the field and they and they can't stay out there. So just just sad, sad times, right? Julio Jones banged up. I mean, so many guys you want to see out there on the field doing well, and it's just that point in the season. I feel like that happens every year. I feel like every year there's one point in the season where it's like, oh my gosh, injuries galore. And right now that. That is what it is for this season. You know, they just put Clyde Edwards Alaire on IR. I mean, that's a guy that's out. Logan Thomas is on IR. I mean, it's left and right. Guys are going on IR and things like that for, for um, extended periods of time being out. So it's really, really a shame. Hopefully that all these things can, can get fixed and um, these guys can get healthy and get back on the field. And, you know, it's just a, a sad series of events. There's nothing really to fix about it. But, uh, yeah, just wanted to make some comments on that. Now, um, we are going to talk about the meat of this uh, here for a little bit, and I know that it's a huge topic right now, all the stuff going on with John Gruden. So for those of you who don't know, um, John Gruden, what happened here is the NFL, the NFL essentially, while it's investigating the uh, Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins, Bruce Allen uh, was a... Um, employee of the Washington Redskins years ago and there was a series of emails between um, John Gruden and Bruce Allen uh, as well as a handful of other people included in various emails Uh, there's gonna be a little bit of a trickling effect and other people possibly you know having issues with their careers down the line from this but um, those emails stemmed from 2011 to 2018 these are years before um, before John Gruden became the coach of the Oakland Raiders, okay? And John Gruden, in these emails, had homophobic, um, homophobic uh, terms, expressions. Um, he had racist terms and expression. He had um, misogynistic terms and expression. Um you know, uh, transphobic terms and, and expressions, um, really, really bad. I mean, I'm sure I'm leaving something off the list at this point. It's just coming out the woodwork, everything that he said. Um, and and it's, it's blatant guys. This is not like one of the, one of the comments, like one of the first comments was like, Oh, he said this about someone and I, and it's like, Oh, this is a, you know, this is something that's, I can't remember if it was homophobic or racist or whatever. And I read the statement and I was like, I didn't know that that was that type of statement. So for that one, I was like, oh, well, I, whatever. Like, I don't know if he really did anything wrong. Maybe he didn't know that that was a racist or homophobic thing or whatever it was. Um, cause I didn't know. So, and I, I guess that probably speaks more about me. Like I know so little about people who are racist and say racist things or homophobic things because like i didn't know that it was a thing so whatever anyway he he said these things and they were blatant okay after that like first one or two or whatever that i heard they were blatant comments he specifically talked about 
female referees, talked about how female referees should not be allowed to officiate games. He shared um, photographs via email with Bruce Allen of uh, certain women in uh, bikini bottoms only, so no top. Uh, So they were sharing uh, emails with that. Two of them happened to be Washington football team cheerleaders. Which, which all of you who who pretty much should know about what happened with the Washington football team, it is insane that 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 was happening. It, it just it just it's so upsetting and so frustrating, guys. It's hard for me to like keep my temper in about something like that because that's just not okay. That's just not okay um, to demean those women and do the things that people did to them in that organization just because they're a cheerleader doesn't mean they're a human being, and you don't need to treat them with more respect. So. Whatever, I'm not going to jump on that. Um, it, it's so frustrating. But anyway, um, he talked about that. He also talked about how um, he made comments of Roger Goodell. Uh, he made uh, uh, homophobic um, expressions and uh, slurs toward Roger Goodell. He made, um, like, he, I'm trying to make sure I say things that aren't too graphic in case you know kids are listening to the podcast and things like that so i'm trying to be conscious of that guys um he did talk about how a uh you know someone who is uh homosexual uh and how the nfl apparently pressured teams to draft gay players and things like that i i it's a lot of stuff and how he was like kind of enraged by that so it's very upsetting to hear that and to see what he's done, um, to see what he said and to see the person that he is. Now, here's the thing I'll tell you. I am not surprised. If you listen to him, this guy, people loved listening to John Gruden because he was so black and white. He was passionate. He was just straight cut to the point and he didn't care about who he offended or who he upset. That is what people liked about him when he was media, when he was working for places like ESPN or NFL Network or whatever, and he was covering all these quarterbacks going in the draft. People liked getting his opinion because of those things. However, the exact same reason people liked him, now people are going to hate him for it. So, and I'm not saying that it's, I'm not saying people are being um, two-faced or anything like that. That's not where I'm getting at. What I'm trying to say is, how can you be surprised? I'm not. When those things came out about him, when those things, when it came out that these are the things that he said, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I'm not surprised. Out of anybody in the NFL, if I could pick one person that would have had those types of conversations and comments and, and think that way and be that type of person, John Gruden's that person that, that I would be like, yeah, he, he probably could be like that and it wouldn't shock me. And it doesn't shock me. It doesn't shock me that it came out about him. Um, you know, he talked about uh, people should be fired um, for kneeling in the national anthem. He talked about how um, it's it's uh, not being like a fair human being. I, the, there's plenty of things that's coming out the woodwork now, and things will get misstrewed. You'll hear various things in the media. There's going to be things you hear that he didn't say that they're twisting into things he said. I mean, I'm not trying to make the guy seem like he's okay. I, I'm not trying to do that because I'm frustrated as heck with his comments and things that he said uh, point blank in emails. But, you know, 
it, it's something where people will make mistakes. I understand that. I understand people will make mistakes at times. People will talk trash. People will put something in an email about a supervisor or a boss or something like that because they're venting. And and yeah, that that's sad. And when those things happen, it's teaching moments. That's 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 moments when supervisors and people that are over those people and people who have control, uh, you know, over that person's career has a chance to step in and and teach them and help them and and help them understand. Look, like you did this, and it could lead to this. It could mean this. People could take this as this. You know, it looks like this. Explain to me why it is. Explain to me why it isn't. But here's the problem with John Gruden and what he said. This is a grown man who's been in the profession for many years at the time who understands all this crap when he starts saying it. And it basically is just saying he's not a good person. Okay? There's a difference between somebody going out there and saying, oh, you know, my boss is is ridiculous. I know better than him. I wish he would have sent me to that meeting because I would have done better. I would have got us a better deal. Like, there's a difference in something like that and somebody saying, you know, oh, we shouldn't have female referees. They don't deserve to be on the football field. Like, that's completely different statement. Um, so very upsetting, for sure, to see all this from John Gruden. The one thing I do want to say, because I saw some things on Twitter. I saw people commenting on Twitter. And, and people, and I hate Twitter, I really do. People are a bunch of twits on Twitter. Um, you know, pun intended, no pun intended, whatever, I don't care. Um, someone was on there and saying, oh, the Raiders need to be fined, you know, a million dollars for this. So the Raiders need to burn for this. Like, excuse me? Because whoever sits there and says the Raiders is a horrible organization or the Raiders need to be fined because of this, the Raiders need to be in trouble because of this, you clearly are not reading anything. You clearly don't listen to anything or pay attention to it. This is not the Raiders. This is John Gruden as a person before he even worked for the Raiders. Okay, He stopped coaching the Raiders years ago in 2001. These emails started in 2011. And then he became coach again later on in 2018 for this team. Okay, These emails were done before he took position as head coach for the Raiders. So don't sit there and, and don't speak out your mouth if you don't know what you're talking about. Okay, Like we try and, and obviously it's going to happen sometimes where you say something and you don't know the facts. But don't sit there and try and crucify an organization when you don't know your facts. Okay, I might sit there and say, oh... T.Y. Hilton's a horrible wide receiver because, you know, he drops all his passes. Well, clearly I didn't look at the records because he ha he doesn't drop all his passes. That's incorrect. That's not a factual statement. But I'm not going to sit there and crucify a guy. I'm not going to sit there and demand that they be fined or whatever. Like, just understand that this was not a part of the Raiders. This does not say anything about the Raiders. It does not say anything about what the Raiders stand for. And when people are frustrated by this news, when people are upset by this news, they need to be upset at one person and one person only, and that's John Gruden. Okay? Maybe you can be frustrated at other people in the emails and things like that who are sharing these emails with him and emailing him back and forth about this stuff. Be upset with John Gruden. Do not get upset with the Raiders. Do not be upset with that organization because they did nothing wrong here. They did the right thing by firing him, okay? And he says, oh, I stepped down. He didn't step down, okay? Trust me, he didn't step down. Ownership came in and said, you're out, okay? So don't be upset at the Raiders because this was not 
something that they did wrong. It was something purely that John Gruden did wrong. Um, the Raiders, I feel bad for the organization. They clearly had a lot of distractions this past weekend. They lost to a Bears team I think they should have beaten. And it's because they're distracted. They didn't want to play for him. They didn't want to put effort out on the field for him. After seeing just a couple of the email statements, not all this stuff that's out there now, just a few of it. So it's going to be a challenge for the Raiders. Um, my thoughts and prayers with that organization, with with the city up there in Las Vegas, with the team, with the fans uh, of the Raiders, because they're going to have a really tough time mentally bouncing back and getting into this. Now, if there is a quarterback in the league that can rally his guys and and get hit with something and 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 have it bounce off of him and not affect him and not break him down and not you know make him want to give up on the season. That's Derek Carr. Derek Carr has thick skin. He has thick skin, and and, and I think he's going to be fine. I worry about the defense maybe, you know, where are their head's at. Are they wanting to throw in the towel? Um, it's going to be real tough for that organization. It would be a really great story to see if they could move forward and, and make a move and, and get in the playoffs and have a great season. I mean, that, that would be great for that organization. It would be great for Vegas. Like they They really could use that. Um, especially after all this that came out, because these guys didn't know uh, him off the field like that. Um, they just found out about this stuff, and a guy that they had to trust, because when you have a head coach, you have to trust them. You have to trust them. They're your friend. They're your mentor. They're your boss, and, and, and they're your drill sergeant, okay? And these players who had to trust him, who put their career in his hands, who had to, to be with him and, and roll with him into the season and, and, and take punch after punch and go to battle with him, which is how these guys look at it, they now got to see that this guy was completely not what they expected and not what they were told. They were lied straight to their face. It's going to be really, really hard. Um, you know, my wife's a psychologist. Uh, it'd be interesting actually to see, like, I wish I could get her on the podcast every now and then to talk about some of the psychology of situations because this is one I would love to hear her feedback on how she thinks that these teams are going to be able to, you know, get through this and and continue on with the season. So, um, really tough situation. Um, and I'll tell you guys something too. This is not the only person doing this stuff. There are plenty of people out there. You know, like I said, there, there's a difference between someone sending emails about you know, oh, I'm better than this person, or why did this person get a raise? Like, I deserve it. I worked harder. You know, my boss just doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, he totally botched that meeting or that deal. Like, there's a difference in that because that 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 that, that to me is something that is not talking about who somebody is as a person. Okay, this is the core of someone's being that we're talking about. And someone literally being racist, homophobic, transphobic, um, you know, and and uh, misogynistic. I mean, there's there's a difference in what people think of the term when it comes to homophobic and things like that. Some people see it a certain way. Some people don't. There's various definitions that people believe out there. Um, but for the most part, here's the thing, guys. You can't sit there and say these things you can't sit there and put these things in emails okay it and it's it's you're a horrible person for thinking these things okay 
to sit there and say that, oh, we shouldn't have women referees on the field because they're women, that's not okay. That's not okay. And having photos that you're spreading on email with someone of cheerleaders for the organization that you work for, Bruce Allen, and sending it to someone with them topless, that's not okay either. So those are things that are just disgusting um, and, and very upsetting. But uh, I'm telling you right now, they're not the only ones. Uh, there There is plenty of people that are like that. There's plenty of people that will do things like that. And uh, I think you know a lot of organizations, I think, are going to start being more aware of these types of things as it moves forward. And for companies that want to sit there and get mad at somebody because, you know, they made a comment of, you know, oh, my boss, you know, is stupid or I, I, you know, why, why'd they do this? I could have got a better deal. They should have brought me in. Like, why don't they listen to me? Why don't they do this? Like, I don't understand why they do this. They're bonkers. That's, that's business disagreements. Okay. They're, they're disagreeing with you on a business standpoint and maybe they just don't know better because they haven't been taught things or whatever. That's learning situations. There's a difference between that. And so maybe companies that listen to those things and see those things in the past and they fire people and they get mad at people and they get like hurt at people because of those types of comments, maybe they'll start to understand that's not that bad. It's not that bad to see that type of stuff in emails. This is bad. Okay. It's things that are blatantly racist things that are blatantly against other people other human beings just because they are the person that they are because they're a woman because they're african-american whatever it is like that it's not okay and so again i'm telling you they're not he's not the only person that's done this there's other people that are like this that think like this that will do this and guys, I'm just telling you right now, stop getting so pissed off and frustrated and upset and wanting to go protest over this crap. I get it. There needs to be awareness, and I'm all for awareness. But when people say, we need to fix it, we need to fix it, we need to fix it, we need to get rid of it, you're never going to get rid of it. You can't control other people because then you take away freedom. You have to give people the freedom to be horrible people if that's who they are. And, and that's the sad part of all this. Some people are just bad people, and you can't control them, and you can't make them not that way. So it's tough. It's difficult. But, yeah, thank you, guys. I won't take up any more of your time. I know it's kind of a rant today when it came to the John Gruden thing, but that is the huge news right now. We will get back in talking more about football uh, coming up on the next um, next podcast on Friday. And as far as this week's uh, Thursday night game, uh, we will talk about it real quick. On Thursday night, we have the – sorry, guys. I lost my lost my place here. My computer like just decided to restart for whatever reason. Thursday night, we've got Tampa Bay up against Philadelphia. Um, Tampa Bay is going to roll with this game pretty easily. Um, I think we've seen Jalen Hurts has not been playing well. Uh, as of late, and uh, I think Tampa Bay is going to take it to them. So um, I do see Tampa Bay winning this game. But, yeah, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Um, you know, again, some really bad situations out there with what's going on in the media and stuff, and I just hope that we can um, move past this one individual and the things that they've done bad and move on and focus on the good things of football. Um, you know, focus on the good things that football does do and the organizations that are out there and the people that are out there that are doing things right. Uh, there's so many times that, 
you know, players donate stuff and coaches donate stuff and coaches do the right thing and it doesn't get looked at enough. Let's focus on those things and not just focus on the bad that's going on right now. So thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Um, we'll talk to you again on Friday.